Hey, 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 what's up, everybody? It's me, it's your girl, D, with D's Real Talk Radio Show, coming at you live and direct on this Thursday, January 14th, 2021. Y'all check it, I got an amazing guest with us today. I got hurt on the line. But before we get into this interview, man, y'all know what time it is. Vibe out with your girl, you feel me? One of a kind, she make it happen, she know for good She really be getting the cash, really be getting the paper Instead of be making big boss moves, she ain't worried about her hater Yeah, she a real boss, she got her a real boss No matter what she going through, she gon' go get it at any cost Having a man is a plus, but she can really do it independent Keep a couple hustles, not just one boss lady got plenty She love to be around the gold getters that's getting their cash in The perfect team we kick it, ain't too many comparing to us She keep my mind at ease, I keep my mind at ease Riding through the city, getting money, feeling good, enjoying the breeze She keep it real and deep, call her Miss Real Speech She like to handle big business every day of the week She got the boss lady attributes Hey, 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 y'all. As promised, I am here with an amazing guest. I got Christian rapper Hurt on the line. Say what's up to the people, Hurt. What's up? What's up? How y'all doing today? Man, we are doing great. The thing is, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. I can't complain. Uh, I'm above ground. I'm healthy. I ain't in jail. I got God. I, I really can't complain. That's what's up with it. Now, Hurt, you are the very first um, Christian rapper that I've had the pleasure of interviewing. And That's dope. It's real dope. And you came at a great time because during this uh, pandemic, I've been transitioning and definitely getting closer to God and things of that nature. And I'm trying to get my show to go in that direction where it's more okay. positive rap because some of this stuff that um, I've been hearing, I don't really care for the lyrics and, and things like that. But when you um an indie artist station and you interviewing all the indie artists, you know, you, you play their music and things, and it's kind of hard to get away from stuff that's so worldly. But at the same time, with you being a Christian, you know I have to do what I have to do, right? Mm-hmm. So, how did you break away and just really get into being a Christian rapper? Oh, um, man, I got saved. Mm-hmm. And I just stopped rapping. Like, I was cool. Like, I didn't want to get saved. I got saved on the fluke. I went to church kind of to shut my mom up. Mm-hmm. And, like, I really, I really met God. I was like, dang. Like, you really real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? You really out here. And so I was like, okay, well, if you that real, like, I need to, to change. You know what I'm saying? And I've mm-hmm. always been the kind that if I'm going to do something, I just throw myself into it. And so when I was like, okay, I'm going to do it, and I know you real, I threw myself into it. And I was like, I don't even want to rap no more. Like, I used to rap for the streets. I used to make the kind of music mm-hmm. that anybody from the streets make. You know what I mean? That, right. Just that gangster street music. Mm-hmm. And, um... God told me one day, he was basically like, man, you can't not make music for me when I'm the one who gave you the gift. And then you get saved after you said all this stuff for the streets and you're just going to sit down and be quiet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, 
Like you, you kind of right. Like that's grimy. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so I, uh, I turned around and I started making music. And at first, I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know how to do it. Cause like, you know, regular rap, you kind of glorify yourself, where you from, and what you do, and you brag. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And it's it's really about pride. And like, I, I I had to figure out how to be dope without bigging myself and what I do and where I'm from up. You know what I mean? And so it was a process. And uh, I just kept at it, man, and learned how to do it. Yeah. So how long have you transitioned and have been saved and have been doing Christian rap? I got saved November 13th, 2011. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been doing Christian rap for like six years, maybe uh-huh. five years. Um. Uh-huh. And really just, you know, seeing, like you were saying, some of the stuff you hear, mm-hmm. like, it's hard for your spirit to kind of just, like, agree with it. Like, once I came to the other side of the fence, I had to be real about the the effect that music have on, on people's minds. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I was the voice of my section in my city, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I got I got young homies who from my, from my neighborhood who would tell me, like, I got put on because of you. You know what I mean? I had dudes come back and tell me, yeah, man, I, I, I was busting on somebody last night to your song. Like, and to me back then, it was dope. You know what I'm saying? But then when I came over here and I had to be real with the destruction that the streets was causing, not only in the life of me and my, my peoples, but mm-hmm. everybody around the world and the people on the other side of that fence being the enemies and all that, like, I was like, dang, like, I'm out here hurting people even if I'm not hurting people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I had to be real about that. And so I just tried to to, to combat that negative with some positivity. Yeah, I feel you. Um, I'm, in, I'm at that point, too, where, you know, I, I'm saved again. Thank God. Um, and so I'm, I'm in a position where, like, God already told me, like, you can continue to do what you do, which is this podcast radio show and get the artists out there and, and, you know, bring y'all music and stuff to the forefront and do these interviews. Right. But now you have to, I have to be more selective and who I'm interviewing. Right. Yeah. Because if you go listen to some past shows, I know that music, you know, is not right and what it's promoting and, how it's degrading women and how it's, you know, degrading people in our community and how it's promoting drugs, how it's over-sexualizing everything. You know what I'm saying? So I'm at that point where I'm, where you was at with your hip hop. I'm trying to figure out how to do that. So I just want to tell you, you the first step in trying to do that. (laughs) That's dope. That's dope. I appreciate that. And you know what really, what it really for me, what it was, like, I, I was dealing with um, major record labels. I had, like, some some good stuff going for me when I got saved. It was, like, the best time to get saved and the worst time at the same time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, and I had the opportunity for all of my dreams to come true. And I gave it up. I had a documentary I was shooting. I had an album that... that I was about to put out. I was dealing with major labels, like I said. I had mm-hmm. a gang of different situations going. And I deleted everything and walked away from it. And once I did that, like, I knew 
that I could do anything. If I walked away from everything I put my blood, sweat, and tears into, mm -hmm. like, it ain't nothing new to stop me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so after that, I realized that everything is really just a choice. And, like, am I willing to deal with the consequences and repercussions of my choices? Mm -hmm. And that's, like, that's what I would say to you. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's just a choice. Are you, are you willing to go on the uphill road to lose some of your fans and then gain more fans and then to try to get in into a new market, into new people and all that? Mm -hmm. Are you willing to take the consequences and repercussions and the blessings for it? Yeah, and that once, part. Once, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Once I, I, I put that in my head, it was like, homie, you was willing to kill, die, and go to jail for stuff. Like, the sacrifice ain't that hard for what I'm doing now. Yeah. Compared to what I was doing in the streets mm -hmm. and comparing everything to that, it was like, all right, well, this is easy. Yeah. Well, nowadays, it's like, um, you know, back in the day, like with the old school hip hop and stuff, you know, it would have been easy to still find uh, indie artists and to interview because yeah. everything was not so blatantly. <laughs> Oh, we disrespectful and just out there as it is now. Every other song is on some real disrespectful, like foolishness. It's all a bunch of foolishness. I mean, I, I'm real. And so I got to keep it a hundred though. Like every song is about how big some woman's butt is or how good her this and that is. Like, okay, for example, that WAP song. Man. Okay, I don't even know. Like, and there is kids <laughs> doing TikTok challenges to this song. Exactly. There is kids doing TikTok challenges. Like, they'll come in the kitchen and be like, Mom, listen to this. I couldn't have never did that back in my day growing up. My mama would have, boy, TikTok yeah, would have been yeah, over. Yeah. I would have been done. CPS would have been at my house. Right, because yeah. I would have been knocked the fuck out on TikTok. Excuse my French. Just got a little no, passionate about it. But it's just like the world, and when you see it and you know it, because, like, I know that this stuff is not right. And I can't yeah. continue to go forward interviewing this type of music and stuff like that. Now, all indie music don't have to be Christian music. There is, like, some good, cool R&B and, like, uplifting songs. And it's, yeah. But when it comes to the hip-hop part of it all, which is my first love, it's, it's hard. It's hard on your girl to, like, find some Yeah, now look at this, though. Yeah. Look at this. Look at the position that you in. Yeah. Now, think about... These big artists, they in the same position. Think about the T.I.s, the 50 Cent's, the mm -hmm. Jay-Z's. These dudes, multi-millionaires a hundred times over, mm -hmm. don't live nowhere near the hood. But they rap about, they rap like they still poor. Mm -hmm. They rap like they still in the ghetto. And they are telling this story to our youth. Right. And, and making it seem like that lifestyle is cool. Mm -hmm. And they're not talking about... But the lifestyle that they live in, like, man, I wake up and go shopping at Saks and Fifth Avenue. I get in a Lamborghini. Like, I send my kids to private school. Mm -hmm. I had a business meeting today, and I'm working on, you know what I mean, a mm -hmm. new housing project to do whatever. Like, mm -hmm. they telling us to kill and sell dope when you the furthest away from that lifestyle. And mm -hmm. that's the difficult thing is that the leaders of, of the hip-hop community is out of fear of losing their fans and fear of losing their money and their business, mm -hmm. not keeping it real mm -hmm. to the lifestyle they live. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? And we say that we say rap music is built on keeping it real, but like if you're not rapping about your life, how is you keeping it real? What are you keeping mm-hmm. it real to? Mm-hmm. And like, there's no elevation because you know hip hop rap fans is the most finicky, funny fans. To be real with you, they don't want you to grow. They want you to come stay who you came in the door as. So if you came in the door as a gangster rapper, you're gonna stay there. Don't don't try to grow. Don't try mm-hmm. to tell me nothing smart. You know what I mean? Now, if you come in the door like Pac did, multifaceted, and you make songs about everything on all of your projects, mm-hmm. they gonna accept you doing a gang of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, it's just scary, man. And and people don't care. That's the sad part. Like, mm-hmm. and like you said, back in the day, we had Lauren Hills. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We had Commons. We had Q-Tips. We had different like genres of rap music. Now everything is just, if you ain't talking about nothing crazy, like we ain't gonna play you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how do you, how do you deal with that and just stay strong in your message and, and your brand of music and what you doing? Uh, I've always been the kind of person who like, I don't care what nobody on anyway. I'm gonna do me. Mm-hmm. Whether you like me doing me or not, like there's nothing I can do about that. So, like, I, I, one, I settled in, so this is an uphill battle. You know what I mean? Like, I was talking to my partner, Justin Messenger, about this the other day. Like, because we, we really from the streets, so we still really in the streets. And, like, having influence with, with your little homies and your older homies and the dudes from your generation and the other dudes that you just meet being in the streets and doing ministry, like, you have to settle into the fact that dudes are just going to die. People are, are, are going to go to jail. Females are going to get raped. Like, I can't stop everything. Mm-hmm. And the best way for me to say it is, like, when you go fishing. When you go fishing, you don't catch all the fish in the lake. You only catch the ones that bite the bait. So, like, you got to be comfortable in understanding that as long as I do my job and I put it out there, I did everything that I could do to the best of my abilities mm-hmm. and understand that some people are going to fall through the cracks based on the decisions they make. Right. That's the hardest part about this, though. Like, loving people, but knowing that, like, I could only help you as far as you're willing to be helped. Mm-hmm. And then when you don't want it, like, I got to watch you fall on your face. Or I got to go to your funeral. I got to call your your baby mama and make sure she's straight after you're dead. I got to see your kids in the streets when you locked up or in, 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 the, in the grave. You know what I mean? I got to mm-hmm. look at you now in a wheelchair for the rest of your life. When we just had a conversation and you was like, yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Like, that's the hardest part about being saved and trying to help people. Yeah. So um, what I want to do right now is let the fans, the audience, the listeners know some of this good music that uh you actually be putting out there. So I got this joint right here <laughs> that okay. I want to play for them. And um, what we're going to do is we're going to play the song. And then after, you know, a snippet of it. And then after we come back from playing a snippet, I want you to tell us what inspired this song, okay? Okay, let's do it. All right, so I hope I'm pronouncing this right, and if I'm not, correct me. But we're going to play this joint right here. It's called Urban Epistol. Urban Epistol, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, y'all. This is Hurt with Urban Epistol. Let's get it. Let's go.
first gospel rapper. I'm the first apostle rapper from my section. It's a lot of rappers. Respected cause I'm not an actor. Even though I changed, I didn't change up. Kept the same name from when I came up. RPH, we here now. The devil got so much to fear. Culture mechanic. I left the hood to fix all the problems inside it and panic. Cause I'm from the hood. And stuff get fixed from the inside. Inside. That's why Christ became a man. I'm in Christ. I let the old me die and became a man. Yeah, I deal with men, but I war with demons. Reciprocate that before Jesus encounter changed all the morbid reasons. I was morbid, even with a gorgeous heater. Miracles follow me now. So when I walk through the crowd, virtue was hard to be found. In me, they calling me now. When the devil show up, everybody know us. We the pull up crew. RBH, scars and braces, and we about to change with the hood up too. Yeah. If you watch me live my life, it's like reading the word. Check me out. I got stripes in the streets in the church. I left the hood with some urban a pistol. Urban a pistol. I'm living the scripture, the word is official. Urban a pistol. I left the hood with some bird. But I came back with the word. I left the hood with a pistol. But I came back in the pistol. Feelings purged with the living word, I just give it sir. Urban a pistol. Spirit breaking like B Street, I'm a street priest. Urban a pistol. We in the hood where they don't go and they won't go. Urban a pistol. I'm a, I'm a, urban a pistol. I'm a, I'm a, urban a pistol. Don't care what they say. Yeshua was the way. He even made Muhammad Ali for clay. Cash is not an issue when we get bread, we take it back to the block. I'll reach in the turf, boy, we on corners like Jack in the Box. Preaching to you, keeping it true by speaking the truth. Speaking to you, you push record, I'm a preach in the booth. That's the least I can do. Hey, I ain't got a bunch of heroes. I only got one, and heroes left the tomb empty, came back for me, and the rest of goes with me. Huh? Grace and mercy, spirit dead, naked thirst. And my feelings, they can hurt me. Anger issues, take it personally. I would go places hoping for danger, stroking the chamber, open container, bottle after bottle, soaking in anger. Until finally I found hope in the manger he laid. Only begotten, came for the sinner, cause homie we rotten. Elders be cotton, they tried to escape, they were slain. And all you can do is hang from trees to pills, powder, meth. Running from God, I'm out of breath. Jonah on the corner, I'm in the streets and watching belly turn me into a beast. I left the hood with some urban a pistol. Urban a pistol. I'm living the scripture, the word is official. Urban a pistol. I left the hood with some bird. But I came back with the word. I left the hood with a pistol. But I came back in the pistol. Feel this purge with the living word, I just give it, sir. Urban a pistol. Spirit breaking like B Street, I'm a street priest. Urban a pistol. We in the hood where they don't go and they won't go. Urban a pistol. I'm a, I'm a, urban a pistol. I'm a, I'm a, urban a pistol. Urban a pistol. Woo, that was supposed to be a snippet. <laughs> wow, her. Um, listen, I was feeling the vibe. I was feeling the word. That's how we got to bring it to this youth that we dealing with today. That's how, like, y'all, you have tapped in a market that's just ready to just be wide open. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell us about this song and what inspired it. Uh, the song is the title track to the album Urban Epistle. Shout out to my brother Justin Messenger. It's a, a joint venture that we did, but it's really just saying, like, you know, the the outside of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the first four books of the Bible, I mean, of the New Testament, mm-hmm. everything else was an epistle. An epistle was just a letter. You know what I mean? And so, like, Paul, Peter, John, and all the other people who wrote the New Testament, they wrote letters to the churches and to the people. Right. And so they all 
also said, like, did you not know that you are a living epistle written on the hearts of men? And so what we wanted to do was show people like, hey, we are to be the living word. We the living Bible. You know what I'm saying? Just like if you're from the streets, whatever sets you from, people should know all about your set by the way you live your life. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. should know about your family by the way you carry yourself. You know how your parents say, I raised you better than this. You're mm-hmm. making me look like I raised an uh, animal or whatever. Mm-hmm. Because you, you represent them by the way you live your lifestyle. And so the whole meaning behind that song was like, the way we live, if you never read a Bible, if you around me at any time, you didn't encounter some scriptures. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Urban being like just metropolis, big area, not necessarily like the ghetto, but like the Webster's definition of urban being like just the big city like so we are big city modern day uh uh apostolic letters like you know what i mean you you see me you gonna see some god how they say in the church the old folks be like you know the jesus and you might be the only jesus somebody see one day mm-hmm. and so we just wanted to let it be known like look man we 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 really from the streets but you could be from the streets and be saved and like you can still be fly you can still use slang words you can still kind of be you and not lose all of you and be a weirdo, but be fully holy at the same time. Yeah. Y'all definitely um, have tapped into that. Um, I think that's a lot of the part what um, drives the youth away from church because they think you got to change totally, completely who you are, your swag and all of that. And no, you don't. And this is the type of um, Christian rap that I'm, I, I would prefer to listen to because I feel like you giving us you giving us the word the way we like to receive it the hip hop community the people that's from the um from the hood and, and things of that nature so big ups to you and um what's his name again that uh just a messenger just the messenger yeah just a messenger yeah we gotta um holler at him one day so we can uh, chop it up with him as well but this is what I'm gonna do right quick I'm gonna pause right here for these sponsored messages, and I'll be right back, you guys, with Hurt. Hey, y'all. It's me. It's your girl, D, And I'm bringing you this sponsored message from Limelight Management. Check it. Limelight Records and Limelight Management, they got the game on lock. They can help you out with artist development, consultations, business management services, paperwork or music business related issues through LLAM, distribution services through Universal Music Group and Sony, marketing plans and radio promotion offers through Limelight Records. They also offer studio sessions, mix master services, and PR services, y'all. They got radio service that comes with BDS charts as well as EPK services. You feel me? Look, you can get a hold of Limelight Management at area code 434-688-9768. And when you call, just ask for my dude, my guy, Lamont Brown, and let them know D's Real Talk Radio Show is the one that sent you. You can also send them an email at limelightmanagements at gmail.com. That's L-I-M-E-L-I-G-H-T, managements with an S on the end, at gmail.com. Check them out, y'all. 
Limelight Artist Management Services. Peace and blessings, y'all. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to those sponsor messages. I definitely appreciate it. And before we move on with our interview with Hurt, I just want to let everybody know where to find these Real Talk Radio show and all of that good stuff right there. So the best place I feel to listen is at DeesRealTalkRadioShow.com. Everything that D-Real do is on the website. You can check me out right there. But if that don't work for you, I'm streaming on all major platforms. You can catch me on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and many, many more. You can also follow me on IG at Show. Check me out on YouTube channel, uh, same name, D's Real Talk Radio Show. And if you really want to keep it simple and keep it all the way funky, Google me, D's Real Talk Radio Show. (laughs) Now check it, I'm going to pass this on over to Hurt so he can let y'all know how to follow him and how to find the music and all that good stuff right there. There you go, Hurt, let him know what it is. Check it out, social media, man. Anything you want to find me on social media is H-U-R-T underscore R-P-H. The R-P-H stands for Royal Priesthood. Uh, YouTube, it is R-P-H Experience. YouTube.com backslash R-P-H Experience. Uh, you can find all the music, find everything. Uh, my brother, Justin Messenger, who's my right hand in ministry, his IG and his Facebook is J-U-S-T-A-M-E-S-S-E-N-G-R-G-E-R and then the number one. Um, you can find us everywhere. We have a clothing line called Righteous Society. If you want to tap in and, and support the movement, it is RighteousSocietyApparel.com. Uh, you know, you can be fly, fresh, and holy at the same time. Uh, don't believe the hype. But yeah, man, anywhere music is digitally streamed, you can find us uh, at h.u.r.t. The, the dots are obviously periods. Um, Spotify, Pandora, everywhere, man. We everywhere. So just just come check us out, man. Come see what we're doing. You ain't got nothing to lose. Uh, take three minutes out of your day, listen to one or two of the songs, man, and see if they speak to you. That's what's up. And just to keep it moving, we are going to play the next song by Hurt, and this one is called Won't Let Me Live, y'all. Let's get it. Let's go. Devil on my soul, I'm almost lost it all. I've been tripping, still talk, lit, talk. 40 cal, got on me. Support the block, they gon' double that. I want chains, I can't double that. And these streets gon' kill me. And these streets talk, and these streets talk. And they know something, they know something. I know something, I know something, I know something. And these streets won't let me leave. Prepared to kill and have another one. I knew, but disregarded Christ like Mary can have another son. I did enough dirt to fill a grave when I was feeling brave. The cemetery plotted, but it never got to see my name. AR in my pants, walking like I got a prosthetic leg. Can't tell my whole testimony. Some stuff I just never said. Christ bled every drop of life, and I need it all. 
Cause there's a gangster in my flesh that the streets call. I still love you like I told her myself Every time I'm with you, I lose more of myself When I be trying to, you only in my back My money had got low and I was calling you back And if this won't let me be, yeah And if this won't let me be, yeah And if this won't let me Right, all right. Now that one was called Won't Let Me Live. Tell us a little bit about that and what inspired that song right there. Um, that's uh featuring my brother Wicked Sour and, and Just a Messenger. Mm-hmm. Uh man, that's just the reality of this 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 life in the street, this ministry. It's ain't gonna let you live. It don't matter what you do, mm-hmm. it don't matter what you try to do, they either gonna not let you live by taking your freedom or taking your life or just taking little things for from uh, taking away the quality of life that you live, you know what I mean? Felonies and all these different things on your record from the decisions that you made, and then your heart get hardened from people trying to kill you. You might have killed somebody, and all your friends then they lost, and you 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 lose a big portion of who you are. You mm-hmm. lose your innocence. You lose that sensitivity that you have to things. You cry a whole lot less, and you hard hearted like. You could change your life and still live in a ghetto and then somebody could kill you because something you did 10 years ago or be guilty by association. Like in so many ways, the streets is going to try to take away from you because all they about is kill, still and destroy. And so like, you know, when you come to that realization, it's just like, man, they won't let me live. I'm just, everybody in the streets want to live. But mm-hmm. the sad thing is people is kind of deceived in, into trying to live by doing it the devil's way trying to get the money, trying to get all this, but doing it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. And so you end up trying to, living to die, trying to live. You know what I'm saying? And when you just come to this other side and this realization, it's just like, man, like, all mm-hmm. these decisions I made, all these things I did, like, it was for something that didn't love me. The streets is incapable of loving you. Yeah. They, they don't even have the capability to love you or even see the, your value, your real worth, and treat you accordingly. You know what I'm saying? And all they're going to do is just try to take you out. Ain't nobody defeated the streets. Ain't nobody in the streets ever beat the streets. They're undefeated. Wow. Now, let me ask you this. When it comes to the um, creative process of the music, are you a completely uh, indie artist? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, So everything we do is, is in-house. Um mm-hmm. No ghostwriters, no writing team. If somebody voices on it, they wrote it. And mm-hmm. it's just completely ending. We do everything in house. Uh, our videos outsourcing to, to other independent contractors and mm-hmm. really trying to build something from the ground up. That's what's up. And so also, I heard you mention the clothing line. Tell us a little bit about the clothing line. Uh, the clothing line is, is, is righteous society. So basically, you know what I mean? It's a gang of societies within life. Mm-hmm. And everybody, you got businessmen society, gang member society, preacher society, hustler society. Like everybody, everybody has a society and a culture within life. Hip hop culture, hip hop society. Mm-hmm. What we were saying is, we just want to build something for the people like us. We want to build something for the people of the hip hop generation who like love God, but kind of like to be fly at the same time and, mm-hmm. and like to represent who they are through their clothes and like to to. To, to be original, you know what I mean? And not try to fit into this cookie-cutter lifestyle of what the world say you got to be and mm-hmm. what the church say you got to be that God didn't say you had to be. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You don't have to start wearing suits and tight jeans because you got saved. You know what I'm saying? You can still wear your Levi's or your Jabos or or whatever Michael Mary jeans, whatever kind of jeans you wear. You can wear whatever you want to wear as long as it's not like lewd and disrespectful and be fly. And, and so we just wanted to create something for people like us, and that's what we did. That's what's up. I definitely am vibing to all of that right there. And what we're gonna do now is we're gonna play the last song. And um, before we play it, just tell us a little bit about this one here called Concrete. Oh man, this is it's, it's concrete. Um, it's dope that you played this behind streets won't let me live because on the album that's how they flow too. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, you know, when you come from the streets, you come from a hard place. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And you come from a foundation of concrete, like right? It's hard, the concrete jungle, mm-hmm. and you you know, people with good hearts don't last long in, in them type of situations. And then when you come over to God, like Christ, who is the rock, becomes your foundation. And so now when I have these two foundations, one of them got to get broken for the other one to to live. You know what I mean? You got to break down what was in order to build something up greater than what the old was. And so that, that, that foundation of hood politics and the stuff in the streets, we had to break but still keep some of the principles to bring over this foundation of, of, of Christ being a rock. And so, you know, it made me unbreakable. It made my brother Justin Messenger and a whole lot of people like us, it made us unbreakable. Because mm-hmm. one, I compare everything to the streets. Ain't nobody trying to kill me and take me to jail. So this is easy, no matter how hard it is. Mm-hmm. And two, like, man, I got God. I got help. I got the Holy Spirit. I got promises. I got covenants. I got authority. I got glory. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so this whole thing is just it's, it's a throwback West Coast song. Um, like that late 90s, early 2000s, golden era hip-hop, that Dr. Dre-type sound. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to get back to the West Coast because in what we do in Christian hip-hop, it ain't too much full-out West Coast sound in music. And we wanted to go back to our roots with it. All right, y'all. Check this one out. I'm ready for it. I hope y'all ready for it. This is Concrete by Hurt. Concrete. There ain't nothing holding me back. Uh, you're 
I'm a product of the dirt that I did. I was entrenched in pain. That's why I learned to dig dancing in the rain, yeah. Built my foundation on the muddy graves. A dead man walking in the home of the brave. I dug deep in this world, seeking his kingdom, I heard. Simply speaking, it's absurd. See, belief is a verb. You eat the meat and it purge. Perfect the people and merge. The peace of Jesus with a heathen. Now the peace can emerge, yeah. Quite street, I'm a homie to homies. High priest in the holy of holies. Same mind as Christ, so my temple is the temple of God. Thinking righteous, so simple inside. Look, see, God made man from dirt. The revelation is, is where you put the rock to get a solid foundation. That's why I hit the block with God's grace. Stuck between the rock and the hard place. Concrete. I've got a good foundation, cause I came up, came up from the concrete. All right, y'all, that's concrete. Like, y'all whole vibe and y'all whole energy is amazing. Like, y'all are so talented. Appreciate it, appreciate it. Man, that's what's up with it. You bringing it like how I like to hear it, you know? Nobody wants to, how you were saying before, you got to feel like, you know, once you get saved and you're a lady, you got to show up at church with the dresses and the hats on and you still can't vibe out to the beats that you like it's all about the lyrics man the beats is fine god love music exactly (laughs) god created music you know (laughs) this is the thing like it's not who we were that was the problem it was how we were exactly and like a lot of like this religious stuff that, that didn't come from God, but it came from man making some rules mm-hmm. for whatever reason people made these rules had nothing to do with how we were. So like people who had nothing to do with the streets, you know, when we was coming up, it was baggy clothes and baggy clothes made you was trying to be a gang member. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not trying to be no gang member. That's just hip hop culture. Excuse me, that's how I dressed. That's how we came up. You know, my parents, when they went outside, when they were younger, my mom and them had on dresses, my daddy had on slacks and hard bottoms. Mm-hmm. That was the sign of the times. And what the church tried to do was take those times over into these times and villainize people who dressed and talked different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like, like, as long as you ain't doing nothing crazy, like, that has nothing to do with your relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you know, I'm a pastor. Like, I... I, I I'm a full pastor, run a church, got another church that I'm doing some things with out in Texas. And, like, I walk up, people think I need prayer until I open my mouth. <laughs> and then they begin to realize, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, like, I, my pants ain't on my butt. You know what I mean? I, 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 I'm presentable. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, you don't have to wear a suit and tie and, no, and, and all these, like, hot clothes in order to present yourself as holy. You know what I'm saying? And, and and that's the thing about bringing this next generation in mm-hmm. is as long as you ain't doing the wrong thing and be comfortable in who you are because who you are makes you um, relatable to a population of people out there. And mm-hmm. the people that's like you, the tattoo people or the people who, ladies who shave their heads and don't have no hair or dudes with dreadlocks, people with gold teeth, mm-hmm. like people with the the, the stretchers in their ears, you know what I mean? Dudes with mohawks, just whatever it is that you are, like, there's somebody who looks and sounds and feels like you that is waiting for somebody who they can relate to who know the gospel and know God for real and can just love on him. 
And if we could just get that to this generation and get that to people and just show people like, look, man, God love you. Now, are you in a position to receive his love is a whole nother situation. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But he love you. Like, he ain't counted you out. And, like, life is so much better on this side, man. And he ain't super judgy. He ain't superficial on all that extra stuff. Like, he just want the best for you. And the stuff that he's asking you to do is going to bring you out to be the best you. And once you understand that and you take the pressure and all the stuff that man has put on top of this, man, it's a beautiful life. And it definitely is a beautiful life. Now, before we move on to this last segment, um, is there anybody you want to give any shout outs to or any thank you to um in regards to the music uh first i want to thank my wife and my kids for putting up with me and letting me be on the road (laughs) (laughs) and be be gone at all hours of night and spending the money that i bring in the house and and just trusting the vision uh second i want to thank my brother just the messenger um we didn't get in the trenches with this thing man we didn't had some cold, hard times, some easy times. Like we didn't, we didn't really been in the trenches for the last couple of years, uh, mm-hmm. trying to build this thing. And, and just everybody who, who supported me, uh, everybody, all my friends that I grew up with, everybody who uh, is new to even knowing me, and people who out there who are trying to figure it out. Man, I, I want to shout out everybody trying to find their way. You know what I mean? It ain't always easy to find your way, especially when nobody. You have no representative in the, the the place that you're trying to make it to. So you like one of the first to walk through the doors. You're the only person who is like you. You know what I mean? I just want to shout out all them people, the innovators, man. Uh, all the people who helped me along, all the producers, the videographers, and just everybody. Everybody in the body of Christ and everybody in these streets trying to figure life out. That's what's up. So check it. We're going to move on to this little last segment before we uh, let Hurt go for the day. So, Hurt, everyone that comes on to the uh, show, I do a little segment with them called the Coronavirus Check-In. You know, it's the state of the world we living in. Um, it's, you know, we got to address it. So, what we want to know from you is uh, what do you really think about this coronavirus situation? Has it affected you or any of your family or friends uh, personally? And uh, are you going to take the vaccine if you have not been able to already. So, Hurt, check in. Um, one, my brother Justin Messenger gave me the best analogy of this coronavirus yesterday. He said, if you're in a crowd of people and somebody throw a rock and hit you in the eye and it busts your eye, you're going to waste your time trying to figure out where the rock came from or you're going to try to go fix yourself and stop the bleeding and make sure you save your eyeball. With this coronavirus, that's the same thing. Like, everybody worried if the government brought it, if it came from China, is it man-made, is it this? Like, it's here. Let's deal with the fact that it's here. You know what I mean? And people is dying. It's, it's affected me. Um, my, my my brother is in the hospital with it right now. He is a, uh, he is a severely handicapped. He got cerebral palsy. Um, he's in the hospital with COVID pneumonia right now. My mama, her whole household had it. Um, I, my aunt had it. My cousins had it. Uh, just the messenger, he had it, he just got, got over it. Um, I know way too many people who had it. I've known family members and family members' friends who died from it. It's real. Um, will I take the vaccine? I don't think so. Um, I just haven't, I don't even take the flu virus, uh, the flu vaccine. I don't even take that. Like, I, mm-hmm. 
I, I, I don't have enough trust in the system and the government for them to put an unknown substance in my body. Um, mm-hmm. And, like, I don't get sick much. I try to take care of my body a little bit better. But it's real, man. And, and I think, I believe if they just shut down the world for one month, like everybody sit in their house for one month, give everybody a couple weeks to tighten up their affairs, let everybody have a month worth of debt forgiveness and their bills and all that, this thing will disappear. But because people aren't taking it serious and people is going around not respecting the severity of it, mm-hmm. it's still spreading. You know what I mean? Um, and if we, we, we just take other people into consideration, like, okay, you don't believe in it, you don't care, mask up for other people. Social distance for other people, like you know what I mean, because it's real. And this second wave that hit, you know, in in, in the uh, in flu season, mm-hmm. it's a whole lot of people that got it right now, and just people with weakened immune system. And I think this woke everybody up to take care of your body in the first place, because the most people who are getting in and getting attacked are people with um, pre-existing illnesses and weak immune systems. Mm-hmm. Now, have you heard about, um, I got two questions for you. Have you heard about the new mutated version of the coronavirus? And have you also heard about uh, the people who have been dying after taking the vaccine and all of the side effects that have came along with the vaccine? Yeah, I've heard, I saw a video where a dude fake took it. One of the doctors fake took it. Then I saw the lady who really took it who passed out right after she took it. My brother and my mother actually had the mutated version mm-hmm. to where it it, um, it attacks your lungs mm-hmm. and um, it changed. It, it did things different than, than that first version because we got to understand viruses are alive. And it has, because they're alive, they mutate, they change, mm-hmm. they get used to the environment they're in and they're trying to survive. So anything that is in a business of self-preservation has to change and adapt to its environment so mm-hmm. that it can survive. So that's what the virus is doing. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, people have been dying after this this first uh, antivirus strain or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. because it's not a, it's not foolproof. It's not a hundred percent, and they rolled it out way too fast. And you know, to be honest, I don't really know if they're trying mm-hmm. to actually heal people you know population control all that stuff is real mm-hmm. you know what i mean government agendas all that so some of the conspiracy theories are real mm-hmm. so like i'm not really sure at the top what they doing it and why they having the conversations that they haven't um you know i put my faith in god and mm-hmm. do my best to uh make sure that i'm straight and my family's straight so i, I pray every morning and night for my wife and my kids when we go out into this world and eat and eat because mm-hmm. it's ugly out here, man. It's ugly. And, you know, 2020 was hard with mm-hmm. the coronavirus, with the, the racial stuff, with the mm-hmm. pandemic, with the money, with all the, the election and all that. Like, it's crazy in these streets. So you, you, you got to keep your head on the swivel when you do that. Now, you know, I got one more for you. You know, this one just happened. What do you think about um, the difference in how they treated the pro? I wouldn't even call them protesters, the demonstrators for the Black Lives Matter, as opposed to how they treated all them terrorists who ran up in the Capitol building. Um, I mean, it's not right, but it's to be expected. We know the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's for surely not right. Them people, they're, 
they're, they're terrorists. That's about as close to treason as you could get and running in the Capitol building and doing all the stuff they did and trying to have a coup in the, in the White House. Mm-hmm. Um, with the Black Lives Matter thing, like, that's a whole nother situation because, like, there's a separation between the sentiment of Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. and the actual organization of Black Lives Matter because that organization is on some whole other evil stuff. Um, and you can look in their manifesto and what they agenda. They try to break up the, the black family in America. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And they'll tell you that. Um, but, like, it's to be expected how the government is treating us because they, they, they ain't never treated us good. You know what I mean? Built the country on our backs and on our free labor. And it wasn't free because we paid with our life and we paid with our culture. But mm-hmm. it's to be expected. Like, to me, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't surprised. It was like, oh, my God, look how they treated them. Like, of course. The biggest thing I see is that other countries is looking at it like, oh, y'all weak right now. That if they part. can do that, mm-hmm. you know, what, what can I do? You know what I mean? I, I understand war and I understand tactics and understand organizations. And, like, if I was America's enemy, I'd be looking like, oh, man, that's what y'all going to do. It's the perfect time for me to bust a move. <laughs> mm-hmm. You, um, you analyzed that one. Absolutely correct. Well, I definitely appreciate you coming through and hanging out with your girl and, uh, Man, the music is amazing. The movement is amazing. And you also mentioned you're a pastor. Do you have a church home? Yeah, yeah. My church home is in Riverside, California. It's called Ultimate Worship Church International. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, yeah, man, we uh, we do it. Right now, because of the pandemic, we, mm-hmm. we do our services through Zoom. So mm-hmm. it actually makes it easier for people who are afraid of the church environment, afraid of getting judged or how they mm-hmm. look or, you know, you just you ain't got to get up and go nowhere, man. Open the computer or open up your phone and, and hop right on. Okay, so I have a request for you when we get off the line is to I don't know the next service you got to text me to Zoom or something. You know I'm in Moval, so I'm not okay. too. Yeah, I'm out here too. I'm in I'm yeah, in Riverside yeah, yeah. too. So if it wasn't for the Corona, I would have came through and came to your church and interviewed you in person. That's for sure. But like oh, you said, cool. due to this Corona. I already, you know, told you my situation was going on in the beginning. And um, yeah. I've been doing all of this and doing this transition and trying to stay close to God because I can't go to church and stuff right now. If a church was open, I wouldn't go in there because, you know, of the coronavirus, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, that whole Zoom thing, I would like to, um, you know, check out one of the services. So, how, like, what are you doing on Zoom? Like, how does that work? Oh, basically, we just teach. You know what I mean? We, we mm-hmm. like tonight, I'm doing Bible study. I'm teaching Bible study. I'll send you the link for that at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And we teach. We have an open discussion, um, allowing people the opportunity to ask questions. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Bible study is a little different than, than service. Yeah. Bible study, you can ask questions. It's like a, a school form. Like, okay, the teacher's teaching. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? How do I apply that? Mm-hmm. Like, what if this happens? What do I do? And we just give people the opportunity to to learn because the biggest thing is you know the church been preaching at people forever but they ain't been teaching people right you preaching mm-hmm. at me ain't gonna help me when i find myself in a hard situation i need you to give me these tools for survival mm-hmm. and so uh, we're, at my church we we believe in teaching people mm-hmm. you know what i mean because me preaching and telling you how good and strong god is ain't gonna help you when you by yourself and you in in, in a storm you know what I mean? Like, you're going to have to have something to stand on and something to understand and know how to do. 
And so that's just what we really own is, is teaching this generation and the next generation mm-hmm. how to survive. Well, that is awesome. I definitely appreciate all the uh, work you're doing. And when it comes to the music, is it, I mean, is that how you label yourself? Is it hip-hop artist, artist, rapper, Christian rapper? Like, what's your title? Oh, uh, I don't really know. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> to be honest with you, I am a Christian rapper because I'm a Christian mm-hmm. and I rap, which makes me a rapper. And <laughs> my content is kingdom-centered. It's, 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 it's the gospel. So mm-hmm. I am a Christian rapper, but I, I'm also just an artist. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just real music. It's reality music. It's the truth. Yeah. You know what I mean? If, if God is the truth and I'm rapping about God, then I'm just giving you some truth music. But, That's you know, so whatever, I really just call me anything. Just don't call me something I'm not, man. I don't really care. That's what's up. Well, thank you so much, Hurt, for coming through and hanging out with your girl. I definitely um, appreciate you being here. And check it, y'all. It's me. It's your girl, D, And I'll be back with the wind down and my coronavirus check-in. Hey, 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 y'all. <laughs> it's me. It's your girl, D, And I'm back. With the wind down and my coronavirus check-in, let's start with the wind down, y'all. Man, it was so cool talking to Hurt today. He is my very first uh, Christian rapper interview. And I didn't know what to expect um, (laughs) because, like I say, he's the first one. I loved his energy. Um, I love his vibe. I love everything that he stands for. The music is fire. The music, I was just like, wow. Because I need y'all to understand that. (laughs) I always do my little nervous giggle, but I'm sure y'all used to that. Um, The beat that he used and the music that he created is freaking awesome. But the lyrics to me is everything. And that's what's wrong with a lot of this music going on right now. It's like, y'all, y'all get into the beat. Y'all be like, oh, that beat is bumping. But take a second. Hold on. Wait a minute. Do you hear what these people are saying in this song? You know what I'm saying? Some of that music, man, some of this music today that they be playing, you kids be listening to. (laughs) I can't get down like that. I cannot roll with it. I'm not with it. You know what I'm saying? But I still... And me, I, I'm still a lover of uh, hip-hop music. I'm still, I still have my certain swag. I'm still a queen. I'm still this. I'm still that. Uh, I still like to look a certain way and dress a certain way. And um, I still want to keep who I am and my personality. And why can't I do all that and have God and Jesus, a.k.a. Yahshua, in my life and still be all right without being judged by the folks, you know what I'm saying, at church or who go to church or the preachers and whatnot. Unfortunately, we're dealing with coronavirus, so I'll be having church at home. And, and you know, we've been doing good up in here. <laughs> it's been all good. Me and God. Whoa. I'm just thinking about it. It's making me excited. Um, is getting our relationship back together. It's getting our relationship back tight. You know what I'm saying? So, wow, this was a a great, a great eye-opener to how it really can be. Like, I'm telling y'all, I've been going through something and I've been struggling back and forth with 
the direction in which my radio show has to go. I started this radio show on March. It was actually Friday, March the 13th, 2020. And this show has gained so much success and recognition in such a small amount of time. And within that time, the show was supposed to be this one thing, which was basically just me talking to y'all, telling y'all about this topic, that topic, and whatnot. God know my heart. I love music. I've always loved music. So I decided I would interview uh, people that do music, um, you know, entrepreneurs, just different people every now and then. God led it into being the number one indie artist, hip-hop station, not hip-hop station, the number one indie artist station in Southern California. I just was guided to interviewing the indie artists, getting their music out there because I love music. I love the culture. I'm an artist myself. I'm so passionate about it, and I love it. There have been times on here, not many, and very far and few in between, when... um. Since I've been building my relationship closer to God, when I would hear a song that an artist would send me that would want me to play, I'm like, man, this, you know, I'm not trying to put this out there. I'm not trying to promote that type of music. I'm not trying to promote sex and guns and drugs and violence and things of that nature. I have to be more conscientious of what I'm playing and what I'm putting out there to the people. You know, and so God has put it on my mind and on my heart that it's time for that transition, boo-boo. <laughs> do what you got to do, but make it happen. And the blessing in that is that I have to keep it real with y'all. This is my third attempt at trying to interview Hurt. And now I understand why, because it needed to happen, how it happened, when it happened and on today because I've been searching for answers. So at the time of the first interview, God hadn't put everything on my heart and I didn't have that moment of clarity yet. So I wouldn't have got what I needed to get from this interview. And I believe we met and talked when we were supposed to and everything happened how it happened. He enlightened me on so much stuff and pretty much confirmed a lot of things that I had been questioning God about. And been trying to figure out. And I just want to say thank you to Hurt. He let me know that it's okay to still have my swag and my energy and be who I am with my cute self. <laughs> okay. But at the same time, I can still honor, praise, and worship God in an honorable way. And I can also, oh, we thank you, God. Oh, y'all just don't understand. I'm praising him right now. I got my hands up right now. I got them up right now because I can still enjoy the one thing that I've loved my whole life, and that's music. That's writing lyrics. That's doing poetry. That's doing spoken word. I can still love all these things in him, in him too. Or not as, you know, I'm not worshiping these things or you don't put anything before him. But I'm saying I can still be who, who I am and be born again and be saved. That's something I was struggling with and it's hard right now. And it was harder, I would say, to figure it out. Because I'm not going to church because of COVID-19. 
Absolutely not. Churches aren't even open. Um, if they happen to be, I know I haven't even checked into it because, and you go to church to get answers and to figure these things out. You, you know what I'm saying? So I didn't have that option. I've been working with my prayers. I've been watching uh, some pastors on YouTube and I've been using my Bible. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just, I made an altar in my home to go pray every day. And I've, I have not been doing it every day, going to that altar and doing what I need to do. I say a prayer throughout the day, a few times a day, but I have, I'm trying to make it like a official place where I go and I kneel and it's just me and my time with God. So, you know, but I'm working towards all that. Wow. That was a lot, right? That I'm letting out, but you know, Hey, it's these real talk radio show. I got to keep it real. So once again, uh, thank you, God. Thank you, Yahshua, AKA Jesus. Thank you, Hurt. I definitely appreciate all the wisdom you brought to the show. I love the music. Keep doing your thing. I'm looking forward to your Sunday service. And um, once I check that out, you know, I might try to attend a few Bible studies because um, I do need to learn the word a little bit more. But I'm definitely am grateful that I'm on this journey with God and he sent somebody to me that can help me continue and just further this journey and just know it's okay to still do these real talk radio show. It's okay to still have all that personality. <laughs> it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, girl, you don't got to become a cornball to praise God. Woo. Mm, mm, mm. So y'all look, I'm gonna move on to the coronavirus check in. Mm-mm-mm. So when it comes to this whole Corona thing, y'all, I did ask uh, Hurt a few of the questions <laughs> that's been on my mind. And, and the first one was that old vaccine thing. Now, folks have been dying after taking that shot. All these crazy side effects. And uh, I'm going to tell y'all, like I told y'all before, just like Hurt, I heard him say when, when I was interviewing him, I don't take the flu shot neither, and I've never had the flu. Hmm. I don't plan on ever taking this vaccine. I, I just can't, I just am not okay with having them shooting some foreign materials into my body. I don't trust the government. I don't trust nothing they talking about, nothing they doing, nothing they saying. I'm I'm just not rolling with it. As far as the coronavirus, it's a thing. Oh, yeah, it's for real. It is for real. I have so many family members who had it and got over it. Thank God. One of my best girlfriends, she had it. And she got two kids and her kids in the same household with her. They never even got it, thank God. And she got past it. Thank God. And then I have my best friend in the whole world, and she lost her mother to coronavirus. Y'all, this shit is real. Like, wear your masks and social distance. All that wash your hands bullshit, okay? I, excuse me. See, I get the curse and see, I get passionate. Listen, he ain't through with me yet. In the words of Steve Harvey, God is still working on me. So sometimes, huh, stuff slip out, but it's okay. It's okay. So listen. She lost her mom to coronavirus. Like, y'all, this shit is real. Like, 
Hurt was even saying, man, wear that mask and social distance. If you don't feel like you need it, just do it for other people. You don't know who you can infect. You don't know how. You just don't know. I know I don't know, you know, a whole lot about it. I only know what they tell me and everything they tell me. I can't roll with it because they don't even freaking know. You know, if everybody knew, it would already be gone or never would have made it here. And the other thing about this whole coronavirus thing and this whole pandemic situation, y'all got to understand this. Please, people, if you don't take nothing else away from what I'm saying right now, understand this. You have, Do you realize how long coronavirus had been over here and been killing people before they had to tell us they didn't tell the public until they absolutely had to so they absolutely had to so the months prior to them telling us a lot of people that was dying that could have been coronavirus i remember at one point on the news right before that they start talking about the pandemic they were talking about vaping was killing people and people was dying and their lungs was messing up. Sound like that was corona to me, not the fuck the freaking vaping. I'm just saying, y'all. You it had to be pretty bad for them to finally tell us and let us know what's going on. The same thing with that vaccine. They gonna test you out. They gonna put it in you to see what happened to you. And as you see, people are dying. People are having all these crazy side effects because it came out too fast. It came out too quick. Ain't no way. It was properly tested on human beings. Man. All I can say is this here. I'm rolling with God on this one. I'm putting all my faith in God. That he will continue to protect us and to protect me. Thank you, you know, God, for blessing me and keeping me highly favored. For sure, for sure. So listen, I'm about to end this show because I can just keep going on and on and on. Y'all already know that. I'm going to leave y'all with this quote and then I'm going to take it on out with a song, okay? Here's the quote. It goes as such. Be brave. God gives his hardest battles to his bravest soldiers. You feel me? Mm, mm, mm. And um, I'm going to play this song for y'all. This song right here. Is my girl Corinne Hawthorne. The name of this song is called Unstoppable and it's featuring Lecrae. It's my girl right here. She's a whole vibe. The energy is all of that. You know what I'm saying? Get with it or get gone. And then after this, listen, I don't got nothing else to say. D ain't talking about nothing else, okay? Check out the show, y'all. Y'all can check me out on DsRealTalkRadioShow.com. You can check me out on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Breaker, Overcast, and, and many, many more. Follow me on IG at D's Real Talk Radio Show. Check out the YouTube channel, same name, D's Real Talk Radio Show. Check it. Y'all know what I want y'all to do, right? I want y'all to follow my flow and feel the vibes. It's me. It's your girl, D. And I'm out. Key Classic. Key Classic. Listen, the song is crazy. You know, I, I, I got an idea, though. Make it a little crazy. You can't stop this here. You can't stop this here. Work too hard, my God. I'm going to play my card. I'm going to leave your atmosphere. It's so toxic. And I hear your gossip. I'm aware they plotted, but I got no option, and I can't be stopped, I'ma keep on walking, in my power, in my purpose.
purpose And that backbiting so worthless And my faith on and it's working I'm one of one and I'm certain that I won the battle It's over, we did it, I'm still, I'm C, I'm P No limit, can't stop it, it's me and Corbin in the pocket Got the plug in a socket Woo! They told you that you couldn't do it cause you washed up But I don't let it break me Cause I'm still on my way 